This is the Friday Night Fan Night on the People's Football Podcast. Stop. Our brand new spin-off show, where rival fans come on and fight for their team. Welcome to the People's Football Podcast, and tonight is going to be called the Friday Night Fan Football Special, and that's easy for me to say, Kyle, right? Is that is that what we're calling it, I think? Is that the name I came up with, was it? <laughs> I don't know, too many Fs going on oh, there, let's see how I can pronounce it, but uh, listen... <laughs> What we've done, we're scraping the barrel tonight. We're really scraping that barrel. We've brought some uh, guys on who we just, we couldn't get a guest, so we just thought, God almighty, we're going to bring on the worst of the worst, okay? We're desperate. No, in all seriousness, when we start this out, we said this was an extraordinary um, show for ordinary people, and there's definitely ordinary people in this, but no, there's some ordinary people. What we want to do is bring it back to the fans. It's the People's Podcast. So we actually have a Chelsea and a Liverpool fan in. Obviously, me and Kyle support Newcastle. We've been speaking a lot to Middlesbrough and Sunderland fans going around the around the country. And there's been a lot of topics coming on with Chelsea and Liverpool and, and the Premier League's had a lot of hot topics. So I thought it was really important to, to bring these two guys on. And actually, Kyle, we, we kind of like them. One of them is a really good friend of mine from school. And Josh speaks a lot of good football sense. And they, they've got controversial opinions. Certainly the Liverpool fan has got a controversial opinion or two. We were in... We went out for a nice drink two weeks ago and we ne- nearly ended up in a bar fight. You know, not me, but me, but this lad who was coming on just because he had a controversial opinion. And we actually nearly had a fight about Lingard being flop of the season. We were th- speaking for three hours about it. Absolutely incredible stuff. So I'm going to welcome on, you know, he's a scouser. You know, his accent's going to give it away straight away. You know, he's got a beautiful broad. If you understand him, I'd be really surprised. But all the way... From Sunny Concert is Chris Conley. How are, how are the lads? <laughs> oh, all right. How are you, Chris? Sounds like a Geordie accent, isn't oh, it? Yes, I'm from uh, Concert, born and bred. Lived here all my life. 38 years. What's the connection with 38? You're 39-year-old bastard. <laughs> 39, two weeks ago. <laughs> taking years off. So what's the connection with Liverpool, mate? Come on. Um, it's, it's unexplainable, really. It's... Uh, the club picked me. It's what it feels like. <laughs> in reception, um, before the time when I had a, a choice, um, the club picked me. You know, so follow. No, the- no, no, no. I, I get it, Conley. I've got a funny feeling it might be because Newcastle was shit, Sunderland was shit, Middlesbrough was shit, and Liverpool were the best team in in the in the world and in England at the time. Could that have right. been anything to do with it, Con- Conley? That Liverpool and you maybe yeah, well, sh- think that's yeah. what it was. There could have been a bit of that, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> He's finally admitted he's never admitted that. I didn't choose the club. I can't remember when I was three, four year old, but uh, it's always been with us. It always has. Fair enough. And I've, I've done my best and <laughs> what I can do to get there. I have the season ticket, going to Athens, etc. It uh, does mean the world does. I'll give him. I'll give him his dues. Right. I used to batter him because I've had a lot of years of hurt with Newcastle and Conley. Has honestly, he's had a season ticket for four or five. You had it four or five years in a row. You did go to Athens. You missed the, you went to the Champions League final. Was that right? You yeah. got beat that one. 
Yeah, missed Istanbul, and then um, just uh, two years later, went to Athens and got beat. <laughs> but we'll be stories from there into, into Milan. But that, I think that's the other thing, the other side of the, uh, you know, the I would never have had the experiences that I've had and the joy that I've had throughout the time um, if, if if I hadn't followed Liverpool. But like I say, it wasn't it wasn't my choice as such because it was. It was all just part of what was going on at the time. It's hard to explain. And obviously, it's a question that's asked regular, but there isn't really an answer. <laughs> no, I, think, I think there's an answer. I think it's that trophy cabinet. I think it's <laughs> the trophy cabinet. But anyway, I'll give him his dues. There's a lot of people out there support my night and never been to Old Trafford. Conley, he is a big fan and he's been everywhere. And I, I used to look and I used to be so jealous because I've got about six close friends. And three of them are Liverpool fans, and it just breaks my heart that they were going to West. That they seen the final in three three when they when you went to West Ham and the FA Cup final. You had some great days, and I never used to go with you, yeah. and I was devastated because I used to just get stuffed in the Championship off and get beat three 0 off Sunderland. Anyway, mate. But the good news is we've actually yeah. got like a, even though you're not scouts, we've got a Cockney on the line here now. We've got Josh Textera, yeah. who's a Cockney and a huge. Chelsea fan, born and bred in Chelsea. Josh, great to have you on board, mate. Yeah, I'm not going to try and do a cocking accent, I can't lie. <laughs> That's Jordy. So we've got four Geordies on the line. What's going on here? Uh, Come on then, Josh. Give us the give us the connection. Uh, listen, I, w- I was actually born in Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea when I spent that was the hospital. But um, I'm not going to pretend that my dad wasn't a glory supporter. He came from Portugal. He came in, he's Portuguese, he saw Mourinho, the Portuguese excellence, managing Chelsea, winning all the trophies. Who else was he going to choose? You know, and I'm just the, I'm after, I'm the aftermath. So he's you were born in Chelsea? I was you, were made, you were made in Chelsea? Made he's watched Made in Chelsea twice and he thought he could support the club. That's what he told me. <laughs> so no, so listen... Uh, we all, we're going to set you to the test. Conley's passed the test for me because I've seen him a close hand go and support the club like all over Europe. Honestly, like I'll give him his dues. I batter him all the time, but he has. He's he's definitely earned his stripes. Have you earned your stripes to be a, a real Chelsea fan? You've been at some Champions League nights and all that. Come on, come on. Yeah, tell yeah, us. of course. I mean, you know, the first time I went to Chelsea, I'm trying to remember it now, was ages ago. Um, it was actually with Kyle. It was uh, in February when Kai Havertz got a great goal mountain. I don't know if you remember it, like touch bang past. No, I don't remember past that. The oh, I don't remember it now. What end were you in there, Josh? Can you remind us what oh, end? Uh, yeah, it was Stamford Bridge. You know, I'm a season ticket holder for what, 22 <laughs> years now. Uh, you went in the Newcastle. Oh, listen. No, listen, you maybe haven't earned you, you haven't you haven't got your stripes yet, but like, just tell us what you know. You what you know. You love the club. You talk passionately about it. You're you're a big fan. So where does that, apart from being born there, where else does it come from? Is it? And, yeah, it, it came from my dad. He, he used to watch them all the time, and he's been. He had a season ticket for one or two years, and then they got too expensive for him. Um, <laughs> and then he moved away to Portugal. But like, I watched them through and through. Uh, didn't watch the 2012 uh, Champions League final because I got sent to bed on a school night. Because my Arsenal supporter, so he was like, "No, you're going to bed." And I woke up. Check the scores. Like, oh, one. But I managed to watch one two years ago. You know, love that. You know, when Kai Havertz, round Edison, bang. So, you know, I've had good recent successes here, to say the least. I can't complain. Okay. I can't so complain. He needs to, he needs to, Conley, what would your advice be to, to Josh? Do you, do you think he's a proper fan or does he need to go and earn some stripes? <laughs> no, I think, uh, you know, being in that group with him, he clearly knows what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> and I would Not say, 
just continue to. Uh, Listen, it's not just 400 miles, it's been 800 miles for me. London's an expensive place, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we, can't a, we can't put a price on, on the love, on love, mate. Oh, yeah, of course not. Yeah. yeah. I think the grounds, uh, the capacity is too small. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, 20, you know what I mean? It's hard to get to the waiting for 20 years, right? Is that what it is? I've got yeah. it. Can I be honest, right? I went to Chelsea just before I left to go to Canada. And by far and away, we got beat 3-1. Matt Ritchie played left back. Hazard ran rings around it. It was the best away experience I've ever had. I'm not saying the Chelsea fans were brilliant. I just loved the atmosphere in, in terms of the lead up, the ground. We literally felt like we're on the pitch. We were like vertical on the pitch. It was amazing in the way end. Um, and a funny story, we're actually there. And Modi Arm played. And Modi Arm was going through a tough time. Modi Arm's family were in front of us. They only spoke a little bit of English and the fans behind us were absolutely battering them. But all they heard was the army in the turn around going, yay, that's my son, my son. And like, oh my God. So that was a pretty funny experience. But if you ask me and Steph, the, apart from Norwich, Norwich was amazing, but Chelsea had the best all-round experience. So What can I say? What can I say? That's yeah, my club. That's, I, my I think club. that's my club. Listen, I have watched. I've watched Newcastle versus Chelsea. Every time Newcastle play Chelsea at St James's, even though we haven't had the best record, I went there and watched. I watched Ramirez two two scored a screamer. I watched. Uh, and what Liza end? And what end were you again though? Uh, you know, in the Gallagher. <laughs> in the Gallagher, watch some good games. I went, I went Sunderland as well. When Sunderland in the Prem, I went to watch Stadium of Light. Marcus Alonso scored that game. Fabregas scored that game. Some good games I've watched. Like, I can't lie. So you've been to three games. <laughs> Probably a little bit more than that, but yeah. Not, not in, not but hey, television's a brand new, it's a fantastic thing, TV, eh? It brings it to you, brings the game to you, yeah. right? So, you really get the atmosphere too. Mug. Connie's a mug. Yeah, I have, I have to put the speaker games. up, but you know, you, you hear the atmosphere. Yeah. So just again, Chelsea, 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 over and over yeah. again. You're a chant that, you know. <laughs> what's your um, what's your relationship with Kyle then? I've heard you're really tight. You're like brothers. You know, great, great friends. Uh, I got stuck with him once on a session at work, and I've, I haven't been able to get rid of him since. <laughs> he took me all the way up the Anik the first time I ever met Josh. Took me all the way up the Anik. Yeah, put me in a car. And then so ever since he got his car, I was just taxi driver. Kyle's personally personal taxi. That's what I was. So yeah, I put with me, and ever since then he's been stuck with us. So well, the, word, the word is Josh, right? Your um, your Steve Bruce and he's Pep Guardiola. He's took you under his wing a little bit. And uh, is that true? Is this true? Ask Kyle what his favorite formation is, and then we'll go back to that one. <laughs> what is it? Four, four, and two, five, four, one, or something like that, Kyle, isn't it? Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's not. It's a three, three, five, two. That's what it is. <laughs> three, five, two. You don't have goalkeepers anymore, like do you not? Or don't play with the goalkeeper. That's only ten, Martin. That's what I'm saying. One, three, five, two. I but I'm not I'm not, I'm not American. I don't I don't name the keeper. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Chelsea's owner. Not wrong with Americans. Don't get Listen, don't this, this is all a bit too nice for me, lads. Like we're all having a love affair here. We're not we're not here to have a love affair. We're here to get some big uh, opinions out. Okay, so listen, let's get straight to it. Like um, Klopp. Like what's our what's our? I'll, I'll come. To, whoever wants to call out first. Now Klopp for me when he first burst on the scene, everyone loved him. Everyone fell in love with him. You know, he had this charisma, this passion. This last year or two, different man. Can I, Does anyone want to see where he is and, and if we still like him? Is he still a likeable Klopp or 
Is he changing? Is he is he is he actually phasing out now? Is he still a winner, or is, is something changing with him? Who wants to go first on that? I think it's economy go. I can jump in there to start with. I think yeah, no, um, there has been a change in him. I don't think there's any any getting away from that. But it, it, I don't think it takes anything away from him whatsoever. If anything, it makes him probably better because <laughs> he is so competitive and he wants to win everything and he does use every excuse i.e. The, the grass or not watering grass or whatever. Um, he has an excuse for any defeat or any result that doesn't go his way, but it's just because he's a winner. He's, you know, he plays a game with his heart and soul <laughs> as if he kicks every ball. But, uh, and he has got an arrogance about him. I think we mentioned that the other day, but um, I think he's earned it for what he's won. And he's Kyle, running. come on. Kyle, I, I think can't he's... stand him. I used, to, I used to think he was the people's, the people's manager, but... No, he's just an absolute whinge. He's a he's a crybaby. That's yeah, how I describe him. You've got to respect him, though, don't you? Think about it, right? He, you know, unlike Pep, Pep spent loads and loads, loads of money. Klopp's only spent sixty million on the goalkeeper, seventy-five million on the centre half, <laughs> hundred million, million on the striker. You know, fifty-five million for a player who's on the bench and half injured. You know what I mean, he, he has he's done what Pep Guardiola couldn't do. He spent no money and he's won trophies. He's won what five Premier? No, you know. One Premier League, oh. one, you know, Champions <laughs> League here and there. Yeah. Gosh, your loving's <laughs> over with Conny now, that's it. Well, you so should, like I say, I don't think, uh, you don't really want opposing fans to like your manager, dear, if he's doing a good job. Most likely you won't. Like uh, like Conte, I, I love Conte, but I can imagine, uh, you know, people will hate him. <laughs> Absolutely. I, like him. I actually like Conte, I love, I, do. I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't, like, if I'm going to throw my piece in, right? Ferguson. Alex Ferguson. I, but, like, it's just like, I suppose, I just think Klopp has got, how would you, describe, Kyle, you described it quite well the other week. Honestly, I think, without just saying he's a tosser and all that stuff, like, yeah. you described it really well between Guardiola and, and about Newcastle. When Liverpool beat Newcastle, I was disgusted by how he behaved. Yeah, now, yeah. When, when Guardiola come and we actually humbled them, just tell us, Kyle, what what you've seen. What the so the, the difference was when we when we humbled City, we went at them. God, he had nothing but nice things to say. Maybe it's a mind game. Maybe it's a false a false act. Maybe he's like he's playing up for the people. But when when we played Klopp, him and all the ratty little bench that he's got, just acting up and it's just ah, just it sums that club up really. A club is embedded. The club's DNA. Uh, like he's done it. The club, the club <laughs> love to be hated. The fans love to be hated. The players love yeah. to be hated. And clubs came in and he's embraced that. And you can tell it. And that's why Liverpool fans love him because he's embraced the DNA of the Liverpool fans. I used to have a soft soft. I'm gonna be honest. I used to have a soft soft for Liverpool. And I always said like growing up that I, like, well, I it was my second, it was my second team. I despise Everton. I hated them. Until now, when we're sort of sort of well, we were sort of until Charlie. until yesterday. <laughs> Snapping at ankles. Was it that moment? Was it the moment? Did you hate them before the moment when they scored in that controversial 97th minute so, and 20 seconds? Or was it? <laughs> I had a bit of a hate towards them. It was free. It was the years you, the year you were going in the league, but shot, you didn't get it. You were so close again. Um, Fabinho, where it was 2 2. I think Fabinho was just dived in the corner next to the Lasers. And we'd, we'd, it was. For the first time forever, we went at Liverpool, and Fabinho dives, and I think it was Klopp came out after and says, "Oh, it wasn't. It was a, it was a free kick." 
And it was just that day, and I think there was loads of scousers in the in the Newcastle Stadium that had somehow managed to get tickets. They were chanting, shouting at kids. Probably, and, probably was. <laughs> there was loads getting kicked out, and I just remember from that day, I was like, a club that I used to have a bit of a soft spot for, sort of like lost a bit of respect, and it was just mm. ever since then. It was both a fans don't care if you've got a spot for spots off for them there. So don't care. That's reality, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, you want to be liked, do you? Or you don't need to be liked. You just want to go out there and win every game. Yeah, um, you do. I agree. Like no, I said, but, I but, no, but Conley, come on, though. No, no, no. I agree, right? And I, th- I keep saying, we were talking about Eddie Howe, you know, he, he just kind of was really polite yesterday and said, you know what, we weren't lucky, we should have done better. He was a bit, I want him to be a bit more grittier. But there's something yeah. not, I don't, something doesn't sit right with me. When, you, when you're value-based... And I know you're a good guy. You've got, you've got how many kids now? Three, three kids, <laughs> three kids. You're a family man. I just think he's going beyond the values. Like he's, he's, you know, after everyone, he's running over the club, punching it. And he's shouting at Newcastle at 2-1, like, like almost kissing the, kissing blown kid. Like, it's just like, it's just, there's, there's an etiquette to it still. I like the Tuchel verse. I like the Tuchel, um, what was it, jo- uh, jo- Josh? The Tuchel and Conte. I love that because that's two. Right. That's them two. That's a bit of beef. But this was like he thinks he's got all the fans behind him, and I just think he's. Well, he does he? Why he's that comfortable? He's do you think he's trying it. to do it to prove a point to everyone else? Do you think he's like just doing it for the for the, for the media? Because that's what people say about Pep, isn't it? Like he does his tactics on the on the TV. Is is club? Are you that was that what you think, Martin? That like, club's doing this for the media. I just think I, I think he's. I think they're sitting ninth in the league now, guys. I think he knows he's on a little bit more borrowed time. These guys think he's going to be there for 20 years. I said, who's your next manager? That Conley and Pike, you know, all them guys like, I haven't even thought. So they're so arrogant themselves. They think Klopp's going to keep winning and winning and winning. Liverpool, I said to you last season, and this is one they don't like. I said, to, I said to you guys, I said, Liverpool will have a dip. And I said, Diaz isn't as good as you think. And they're like, oh, Diaz is unbelievable. I said, how many goals has he scored? Four. How many money have this time last season? 10, 11. He is not anywhere near that level. He's a very good player. He's not at that level. And I think Liverpool are on a slow decline. I'm not talking a massive... Like Chelsea decline, third, fourth, fifth. They'll pick up because they'll spend 100 million on Bellingham. They'll get another midfielder because they can. But I think Klopp's feeling it. And I think this is why he's acting out of character. But people are backing him. And I think you've got to... Liverpool... What I love about Newcastle fans is, this is what I love. And this might be Chelsea, might be Liverpool. We have a very good self-reflective tool. When we're not behaving the way we should, we will call it out. We'll we'll call we'll call managers out. We don't like your values. The best managers we've had, Bobby Robson, Kevin Keevan, Chris Hutton. These guys were full of values. Once you go beyond values, sorry, mate, you can win Pardieu when he's nutting people calling people CUNTs, get out of our club. Doesn't matter if you're third and fourth in the league, get out. We're not having it. But that's why we've won fuck all for. Maybe, maybe. I was literally about to say that. Would you maybe. swap what you've got now for I having know. Club? I don't know, Josh. Of course you would. Nah, I don't you know. Would. I, you I would. Don't know. thousand percent. I don't think he's really anyone, It's easy he? to say now, no, now that you haven't got it. But once you've got it and you've got that experience, you've got that feeling, you don't care. Like Conley does not, he doesn't care what anyone what thinks. experience is that though, Josh? What? You've got that I, have you been you there when you got promoted from the championship? You've been there. You've never won the Prem. You've never won anything like major, major, major. You've won, obviously, some Gosh, stuff. Only in the Total Cup 2006, man. In the Total Cup 2006. 2000. You don't see the trophy with Scott Parker. You're joking, aren't you, mate? 
I wasn't born there, was I? <laughs> no, no, but you just decided to support Chelsea, though, hadn't you? I was six. I was six. Is probably I when I first when I first thought, ooh, Mourinho, get us involved. No, but seriously, though, when you're when you when you're not a team, you can't on a big really? when you're a team that wins, wins, wins. You don't care about that stuff. You don't. You do. You that, you, that just you blindsided. Like a lot of Newcastle blindside for a lot of stuff. The big fans are blindsided because they don't care. Well, so, so, probably a example as well as a manager, isn't he? You know, yep. hated most, but again, he just silence them with trophies. So, so what you're telling us, Connie, you've got me, Josh, and Kyle, who are all coaches. To be a successful coach or head coach, we've got to be absolute tossers. Is that what you're saying? I think you might have to have a bit of uh, like what you said about Eddie Howe. I think yeah. you've got to have a bit, a bit I, more. I don't disagree with you, mate. I don't Not disagree. Word, but I think you've got. I'd, I'd say that's what we've all got in common. I think everyone here, me, you, and Kyle, got a bit of grit, and I think you are right. You do need that. You need that, like a bit of arrogance in yourself. To you know what, you know what, I know I'm good, so yeah. I can do this. Because yeah. if you don't, you won't get many. You see it not just in football. Most superstars, most um, if it's golf, whatever, the biggest names are usually the ones that people don't like because they've got a bit of grit, a bit of arrogance, as people call it. But is it arrogance? Confidence. Or confidence. Yeah. Is a fine line between arrogance and confidence? A special one. They're all arrogance they're all, or confidence. Like Ferguson's probably the, the most one I can relate to because of you know I used to hate the man, <laughs> but but he, but he was fantastic. You know, proven now how good he was. And then you've got likes of Mourinho, um, Conte. I like Tuchel, uh, Guardiola. They've all got a bit something about them, but not like yeah, run of the mill sort of guys. Other. Yeah, I agree. And I, I agree. don't think yeah. they, they only care about winning. They're not bothered about anything in the. the gets in the way so That's so us bringing up club are you like what the hell like we everyone right now is like saying he's an absolute oh. like i'm not even saying the words kyle what would you describe him as in a what am i allowed to say <laughs> well whatever rolls off the tongue that's not disgusting but wanker. <laughs> he's uh like i said i probably love it even more than people don't like it. it's probably, probably yeah you know. you know probably is but he's uh He's proven it, and he's got it. He's got something to back it up with, you know. But so do you he not has... think he's stress gone? Do you not think there's a stress there? Do you not think it's oh, this is a little bit out of character? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think he is. He since he signed that deal, that he signed that five-year deal, and then all of a sudden, a bit like Salah, when he signed his deal, he's never turned up this season. Um, but he will. But in the same with Klopp, he will turn it around. I'm sure he will. And Connie, can I humanize this? Just one last thing, Josh, before you get in. Can I humanize Klopp as well? He actually lost his mother a year and a half ago. And he literally was on the touchline two year, two days later. So these top coaches literally go through trauma, and they're thrown in the deep end the next day, and they just crack on with it. Are you telling me that you don't you lose or this happens and you don't? It's not affecting you. You don't get a a, a week oh. off to grieve. You're back on there. And he, he, you know, I think I think there's something around that. Con, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I think when he sits down and goes, I struggled after that, and he'll, he'll you know what I mean. I think there's something around that piece as well. But no. And he, yeah. he's pretty open and he just comes out with everything. But I think the other thing is he saw OCD that if anything gets in the way of it, it gets mentioned and brought up, especially in conferences uh, uh, when he's taught in the press. And it just made, it doesn't, he mightn't come away, come across the way that, the way that he really is. I think. I, don't I know think, I think when he leaves Liverpool, I think he's got an international job coming from personally. I think he'll go manage Germany or manage someone like that. I then think. To that, I, I just think he's that, that full on. He'd be wanting to be at it every day. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he'll. 
I don't, I don't know. But I think, I think he wants will. a break. I think he wants a break. Like I think he'll have a break. But like you say that person like his mother, Tuchel recently got divorced, twelve year divorce, whatever it is. And since yeah. then, in in interviews, so he seems less patient. The the way, the results haven't went our way. Is it is there a connection? Yeah, the twelve year, people... year divorce. It's gonna affect your life. And there's no break for a manager. There's so, no break for a football player. I'm gonna tell you now, and I called this five six years ago. I genuinely think that head coaches, so Pep Linders, Conley, would you say he's yeah. one of the masterminds of football? Eddie Howe's got Tyndall. Chelsea have, I don't know who their assistant is, but... Dalton, I think his name is. Right. So you're telling me that they, the assistant coach couldn't step up for three weeks. Well, I'm not saying he goes on a, a three-week vacation. He takes one week off work. Once or twice in the season, you have sabbaticals. You go and have a break. And your, your assistant manager, who you trust and love, who's tactically brilliant, steps up and takes the reins. I think that's the future of football. I genuinely do. If I bring in an assistant, like Tyndall stands with Eddie Howe. If Eddie Howe wasn't there one week, I'm sure it would run fine. Do you know what I'm saying? The fans would accept it though. Would the fans accept it in general? Maybe we would. But yeah. That's why we need yeah. to humanise football. We need to realise yeah, I agree. You know, you're the way you know though, I think. I think at it's the end of the day, nice. if some personal happens in life, it's going to affect your work. If it happens anywhere, like an office job, if you're, if you're distracted by something that's going on at home, going on in, in your life, your work isn't going to be as good. And it's exactly the same for football players, for players, for managers. Everyone for owners, at the People's Football Podcast take mental health and football extremely seriously. We can't stress enough that if you are suffering, please reach out. We partner up with If You Care Share, so please visit their Instagram, social medias, or their website for more help. Okay, so we're just going to slightly um, shift the pace a little bit. We're going to move over to the main man, Josh. We're going to ask him. Me and Kyle looking from the outside in, think there's a little bit, not just us, but a lot of listeners are telling us there's a bit of a top six bias. There's been a lot of big decisions. And we almost feel since the top six tried to break away, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Man City, Man United, they all try to break away. They try to leave us, us little guys. There's definitely, we look at them more closely now. So, Josh, what's your thoughts on this top six bias, mate? Listen, I, I think it'd be naive to say that there, there isn't something. I don't know, because think about it. Anything in life where there's money, there's corruption. So surely football, a billion, billion dollar industry with plenty of money coming in, there's going to be some corruption somewhere. So maybe there is, you know, obviously the big six make the most money. So the big six... If there is going to be any corruption, it's going to be there. So maybe there is. But I think when it comes to fans, they talk about VAR because that's like the recent thing and how big teams get the big VAR decisions. And I don't think personally referees are being paid to bit back of the big six, but maybe psychologically they are backing them. So that's what I think anyway. I think they're scared. They're scared of the big six, aren't they? They're scared of the cops. They're scared of the two shows, the, the Pep Guardiola is going to give them a mouthful in the media. That's what they're scared of. Yeah, maybe there might be. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's rubbish to be to be honest. Uh, <laughs> it might come across, um, you know, the big six because they're, they're, they're at the top of the league because they're probably getting more decisions than than others, and that's why they're up there potentially. But I, I honestly don't think there'll be anyone, uh, you know, anyone making making calls. The referees would but, would you have said that if you were in Fergie time where everyone was accusing Fergie of these things would you have said that because I don't think you would have oh, you've just got to accept it I think that's all you can do um, there's always a bias to, everyone's had bar, you know everyone's had bad bar decisions look at Newcastle yesterday you know um, 
you got your bar decision yesterday that <laughs> you did get against us. Um, Not exactly, yeah, you though. There was five minutes, uh, you know, five minutes out of time to play till 98 yesterday, exactly the same. So, I don't know. I don't think it was like. It was. 97 and 26. Yeah, but there was also a big injury and the timers, it should have been 30 seconds. Yeah, but in the Liverpool game, there was also a big injury. Pope went down like he got shot, didn't he? It should have been 30 seconds. 30 seconds longer than it was played. But we're not even talking about the Isaac goal that was onside. Oh, yeah, go on then. then. That was onside. Mm-hmm. But the technology can prove it, that's the trouble. I think so that's stuff in the what, control lines. What annoys me about the VAR goal, right, is usually there's a precedent that gets set. It took Liverpool versus Newcastle to set the precedent of playing 98 minutes. I have never seen a referee have the balls in all of the Premier League era to play three minutes beyond. So for some reason that night he went, I'm going to add that extra 30 seconds. I'm going to add that extra minute on. Now, I get your argument, and you're right, but the problem was there was no precedent of that ever happening before, of a referee having the balls to pay over. And for some reason, after 20-odd years of premiership football, he decided on that night, Liverpool 2-2, sorry, 1-1 against Newcastle to play three minutes extra. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's going to do it. Now, brilliant, that's great, but that doesn't bring back the one point, or that doesn't bring back Isaac having a big nose and, and getting the game and getting the frigging goal. So. Tony stands out because there was a goal in the 98th minute. You know, if there was no goal... No, no, no. I was... I was already, In the 95th and 15 seconds, I had an email to the Premier League, to Richard Scudamore. <laughs> I had it written, Connie. It was written. Regardless, Connie. Uh, there's there's a time when the goal went out, that should have been done. That's like, a yes, confirmation but, bias, that is, because this definitely happened before, but as I said, because it was not a goal, because it didn't affect you personally, you wouldn't remember it. But because no, I remember. I remember. Has, Give an example, Josh. Give us an example where it definitely happened. <laughs> yeah. Did Ramos scored against us like two minutes later to uh, win? Uh, get the no, no, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, no. no. Right. Bad example. Bad example. Josh, you weren't there. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you were in the armchair. Armchair fan. So, have you heard the crack about Vaughn? Ian Rush, um, Steve <laughs> Nichol, and um, friggin' uh, who Bill else? Bob. Aye, Jan Mulby, they're all on the VAR decision at Liverpool, sitting there, pressing the frigging VAR button. Scumbags, Conley. Disgusting yeah. behaviour. But you've no. seen, it's, it's just inconsistent. It, VAR's not the problem, it's the referees, because it's inconsistent. Because well, it was, when it comes to Chelsea, Mendy obviously got the goal, or got the goal disallowed against Bowen, and VAR came out and the PGMOL, whatever it's called, came out and apologised that they got it wrong. But then when Cucurella gets his head grabbed to the floor, gets, go down, doesn't get a red card, and then they go and score from the corner. Where's where's the outrage then? Does it not matter? Because it wasn't an outrage though. I seen all the Chelsea fans crying. Yeah, but where was, the, where was the apology? Surely that deserves more of an apology. Because it was, it didn't, and, it wasn't a game decisive moment. How was not a uh, game? And it wasn't was consistent. Decisive. That that Mendy one was shocking. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. It wasn't, but surely the other ones. Shocking. Which why does that one deserve an apology? Where there's actually some contact. Is it soft? One thousand percent. I think it's came because there was what two. Was the yeah, he's yeah, he's clipped them. He's clipped them. It was it soft, one hundred percent. Then Cookwell gets his hair grabbed to the floor, and then no one sees Just it. Just save it, then, doesn't he? Mike doesn't see it, and then Harry Kane's goal scores a ninety-second minute equaliser. Took on myself his job by now. The butterfly effect. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to disagree with you, Josh. I think there's a massive bias against all yeah. the top six teams, and I think you you summed it up perfectly yourself. It's because they're scared of the managers that they've got and they're scared of the big big boy owners. 
I said before, I don't. I think psychologically they might be unconsciously giving decisions more to the big six, but I don't yeah. think it's. Yeah, you are. Here's another extra grand or two, three grand for giving the decision. No, that's not happen. That happen. wouldn't happen. Because it's, it's money. I don't think it's money. Oh, it's listen, not. it could happen. It could be happening. Come no. Listen, why not? Are you paying? Are you paying? Are you personally funding? Like, uh, I, listen, I wouldn't be surprised I if Roman was back in the day. We all said, we all said, we all said about Fergie time and his brown packets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Coming through the door. Rubble, I used to take a few packets, like, yeah, so, like, I mean, Barcelona against Chelsea in the Champions League, you know. I don't know how that happened. Definitely some packets going around there, I'll tell you that. Were you there? Yeah. yeah, I was there, mate. I was there. I was four years old, right? I remember clear as day. In the SS. In the SS yeah. going that screamer. Yeah. So do we do we agree that bloody the top six do get unbiased? You're saying it's not there's nothing, there's not a, some kind of cartel yeah. going on. It's yeah. just literally the referees, the VAR are shit scared of the consequences because they know we've got too many nice guys between seven to twenty and no one listens to them. But the guys in the top six, people listen. Like if Conte talks, people listen. If Klopp talks, people listen. If Guardiola talks, people listen. Is that you think that's sitting in the referees and the VARs of mind? They're like, oh God, Klopp, I don't want Klopp on BBC later. Is this is that what you kind of get now? Yeah. It's anything, isn't it? Because like big six, there's more eyes, isn't there? So then there's more controversy where the things go their way or things don't go their way. So mm-hmm. it might just be a thing of we see a big six, big six, big six, and it's in our head. So when we see it, there's a massive outrage. But then Maybe in the other games it's happening left, right, and center, but you're not going to see it because it doesn't affect you. And it doesn't affect yeah. the team, so no one cares. No one cares if Southampton get robbed twice in a row against Brighton and they get robbed against West Ham. They don't care. But if Chelsea get robbed once or if Chelsea get lucky once, there's a massive outrage because yeah. it's a big six team. So maybe it works both ways. I agree, Josh. What do you think, Connie? I think so. Um, but again, it'll go back to the the characters of the managers as well. You know, planting seeds and. In the heads, um, that's the only way I would think it'd be going on. I don't think any referee will go out and purposely thinking, "Oh, I'm going to give this to, I'm going to give the majority of the decisions to the bigger six clubs." Uh, I honestly don't think that happens. Mm. But uh, you know what you mean? Wouldn't, Pop- you wouldn't, though, would you? Though, let's be honest now. No. <laughs> you're you sponsor this show. Who's to say you're sponsoring the VAR? You're sponsoring like. Friggin' Mason and all them guys and Madley and all you're sponsoring them privately. Who's to say that? You well, know I'm yeah. I think Any comment on that? Any comment? I don't think I could afford that sort of uh, that's brown what sort of them brown yeah. pack. Couldn't all right, vote. mate. Well, listen, listen, I think Kyle, we're gonna get nowhere with these chumps. They're not gonna nah, admit anything. That's the bias, that's the bias they've got. These guys are in the big six little cartel. They they would run out and make a Super League like the drop of the hat. They'd drop us. However, no, boys, no, there's a no, new no. superpower. There's a new superpower in town, and it's called Newcastle United, and they're going to run you down, boys. They're going to run you down. I'll and in five years, mind. when this podcast on episode 200, you guys, we're not even going to bring you guys on because you'd be bottom six. We'll be bringing on like all these other other these good fans and all these top, top teams. Well, the Brentford leads. And then when you have an arrogant coach and you have a coach that's going this, I'm like, what about your values, Martin? Remember 20 years ago? I'll be like, values? <laughs> you really yeah, we've got trophies in the front of guy. Oh, you know, that's, that's not going to matter. Yeah, it's it's going to be a full circle. 
If he wins a Premier League, then who cares? Uh, Anything <laughs> he wants out there. <laughs> so, no, listen, one of the hot topics we were going to talk about in the episode, but we held back, lads, was, and we're probably going to get a big zip, six vibe from this. You arrogant uh, scumbags again are probably going to get your say. Yeah. It's the North versus South. Now, I guess that Conley, Kyle, and Martin are kind of fighting for the North team. Conley's kind of, you know, the Northwest kind of thing, but. You can you can fight. I guess Liverpool comes from the North team, um, but we can all chip in. We're going to do the North versus South team. Uh, where do we want to start for this? You know, the Tom, the Todd. Just to give you context, everyone. This the you know Josh, your good friend there. Tell us about it, Josh. Your good pal, Todd. Mate, honestly, I was having an argument this right. I understand why people are outraged because I don't want an American coming in and quote in court Americanizing the sport. I don't think he's doing. I think his mind behind it was right, but obviously the way it comes across wasn't. Because what he said was, you could do this and you could fund 200 million, 200 million into the, into the football pyramid. And now we all work in the pyramid. Me, you and Kyle work in the football pyramid. You know what 200 million could ha- do to the grassroots clubs, to yeah. you know, the non-league clubs. So I think the idea and the rationale behind it is excellent, but it doesn't matter. No one cares about the non-league. We might because we're in it. But no one else cares about grassroots. The, the the population don't care about grassroots. They just care about the Premier League because that's what they watch. But I think the the impact they could have would be excellent. Two hundred million to grassroots would be mint. So I like the idea, but it's never going to happen. It's, it's a hard one. Go on. because like it, I think it works in America personally, but it's not. Is it what we really need? Is it? It would be exciting to watch by all means. It brings plenty of money, and like you said, but. Again, how do you do it fairly? How do you do it so it's going to actually be the the correct people? Like, how are you going to get, for example, how are you going to get Everton fans to watch it when all it is is the players running down for their... Well, the, the way they do in America, though, it's like two or three max from a club. So yeah. like, if you do a team now, you're probably going to fill it with three teams max, right? But over there, it's like two clubs. So imagine you have two from each, then you're going to have to have an Everton player in there or an Aston Villa player or a, or a Bruno from Newcastle, potentially. Yeah. So that's the best way to do it. And would you not rather have that than a community shield? No, well, that's, community Josh, shield. that's exactly where I was going to go. The community shield. Conley, you must have won that a few times, but I bet you couldn't give a toss. When people say won the treble, do you actually give, does any, Josh or Conley, do you care about the community shield? No. It's just a, char- it's a, uh, it's a charity event, isn't it? It's just a, the final friendly before the season. If we, we win, win, I'm happy. If we lose, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd we say that. that was ideal, really. Uh, so I could yeah. I could see it taking over something like that, but listen, before we go into the teams, um, I just I'm going to go around just and say, would you replace this All Star game before we pick the teams for the Charity Shield? Conley, would you replace this All Star game for the Charity Shield? Yes or no? No, I don't think so. No, Kyle, I would. Mm-hmm. Just come next to the Shield, yeah. If it's done right, 1,000%. I'm going to say hold off, but potentially. I don't think it has to be all-star. I think it could be, there's a different way of calling it, but I I think hold off for now, but I hate the Community Shield. I genuinely hate the Community Shield. No one wants to see Man City, Liverpool slash Chelsea and Arsenal. No one wants to see that. And no one wants to see Newcastle lose 4-1 in, in the in the Community Shield against my United back in the 90s. I would anyway. love a trip to Wembley, though. I'd love a trip to Wembley. Any excuse, for example, we could get the the community, well, not what's it called, we could get knocked out in the semi finals of the um, the Carabao Cup 
and because of some luck, we could end up playing in the Community Shield Cup or FA Cup, sorry. But you get knocked out in the not win the FA Cup, and some still end up winning a trophy. Yeah, but then you could go, you could go watch Wembley. Not eventually, you could watch the Bruyne and Van Dyke on the same team taking the mick in a charity game. You could go to Wembley for that. And the tickets yeah, are but it's not as, it's not as passionate though. It's not my team. It's not a chance yeah. to win silverware for my team. You're not going to be there anyway. Why do you care? Yeah. Right, who's uh, going <laughs> who's, uh, who's to win a proper cup first? What's that gonna, What are they going to get from playing in it? You know, like the the players that are selected and who's who's going to. You're right, Con. So in America, why they play this all-star game is usually to get moves to England. Alfonso Davies played in it, and it was a huge deal, and he ended up getting to Bayern Munich because he absolutely yeah. bossed the all-star game. You're right. I don't know. I think there's there's a different way of doing it. Without selling it as all-star, I think there's definitely some kind... It's a bit like Great Britain going to the Olympics. It's quite exciting if you get it. If you get the right... But all of yeah. a sudden, you see De Bruyne... It, what what happens is you send Bruno off, he gets friendly with De Bruyne and the Man City players, and they're like, we want him in his team. And then Bruno fucks off. All the Ward Prowse goes and plays, he goes and signs for. <laughs> so all it does is probably just basically showcase the shitty players playing or the players yeah. in the shitty teams, and they just go and play sign for the best players. They're just yeah. teams. So it just gives the big six even more bloody. <laughs> <laughs> big six. Anyway, bad, bad. The big six. Oh, this bag, this big six. Honestly, get rid of the big six. Big that that was that happens anyway. That happens Stick anyway. What do you mean? That that game doesn't even happen. That happens. Oh, I'm not happy. Scrap it. Scrap it. I'm finished with the, the all stuff. Ready? Anyway, let's get into it because it's caused a lot of controversy. We're starting with the north or the south team. Go north, I think. Right, I'll north. go north first. I'm gonna do mine. So we're gonna we're gonna if if we see a goalkeeper, we all agree, just put your thumbs up. If okay. you're gonna if you wanna question it, put your hand up. Let's go. Who's in goal for your north team then, Kyle? Edison. Allison. Oh, Conley. Allison by a mile, yeah. Edison. I wouldn't say a mile, but I think Allison's more complete. Nah. Yeah. Edison's yeah. number two, Brazil number two. Two Allison. <laughs> Kyle, so what's Edison it? got over Allison then? He's not he's not he just doesn't play for Liverpool. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's Tom, right. <laughs> so honestly, I think so. I, 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 have you ever seen uh, Edison warm up at Newcastle before? Yeah, so it's literally like liquid. He, he is hitting sidewinders, he's throwing it up and bump, hitting the coach at the halfway line. Bump. Now, yeah, that yeah. doesn't make him a great keeper, but I have never ever seen that in my life. I swear to God, watching him warm up was like football porn. Sorry to say it, it was in. <laughs> Honestly, I've never seen... I, I was in awe of him. However, I think Allison. I think he's not been as good this season. He's 1v1s. Like, the way Isaac scored on him was pretty easy. Like, very sexually easy. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I would have honestly said Allison, uh, Edison, but I'm going to say Allison just because I know I'm going to... If I don't say it, I think it's 50-50, so I'll just go with the, the liver, the, the top. Edison bias. Okay, Kyle, there's a top six bias here. These boys are looking at us. They're probably going to send the cartel up if I don't choose probably, them. So, yeah, no, got to be careful. I'm terrified, I... mate. I'm terrified. So I'll, I'll choose Alison. Sorry, lads. Oh, yeah. I'll choose. Them. Always got to pick the top six. <laughs> right. So there's your goalkeeper. Kyle, you lead it. Uh, left back. Left back. Cancelo. I'd agree with that. I like Cancelo. Over Robinson, Conny. Over Robertson. Not close. Yeah. Uh, Nowhere near. Okay. Like Josh. Cancelo's yeah. a different breed. Okay, I agree. Did you see that ball he played outside of his foot around yeah. the corner? Imagine. So, right back. Avan Trent. Oh, you... Kyle! Over Trippier! Well, yeah. 
Oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not having it. No, nah. you, you three having it? Are you having that? I'd have them over Trippier. Oh, no, Conrad Mason off this season, no, but the Trent that we're. No, no, I just, I, I, I didn't like Trent. How did you have let me down there? Oh, my God. I'm we'll waiting until later in the team. <laughs> I'm gutted. I'm actually gutted. This is good. Newcastle fans, I'm honestly, Trippier is. Is going down as the goat is the right backs at Newcastle after only like 20. I swear to God, I agree with that. He is brilliant, like he is brilliant. brilliant He's been honking. Newcastle ran him stupid against Liverpool and he was walking around. I'm sorry, Kyle. Last season, I'm not talking about last season. I'm talking, he's been disgusting. He played well in the 9 0 game, scored a few assists. He's standing there like Beckham putting his arms up, and then when he gets against a good player, he bottles it. And you said to me for England in the summer, what did you say last season about Trent when I talked about the Champions League when they got beat? What did you say about Trent? Somebody can't defend in it. <laughs> so you put him in your frigging team. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm raging. I'll give you it. You can have it, Kyle. You know what? You can have that. You <laughs> have that. Are you part of this big six or what, Kyle? No, I'm not. I, just got, I got a bit scared. He's coming over. Funny looking at his. I got a bit scared. <laughs> He's coming yeah. over. I can't That's believe you've gone for Trent Alexander. Oh. Trippier's top class. Trippier's top class. He is different. Green if it was this season, I'd say Trippier without a doubt. We're talking about when we're talking about 1994. Oh, talking about now. It's got to be in general, though, doesn't it? I don't care about general. I talk about this season. Diego Dalot's got a shout as well. Get Diego Dalot. Oh, shut, shut up, Josh. No, he hasn't. <laughs> He's been minted, man. You, Get you him better in. have a Newcastle player in, Kyle. You better. Let I me do. Down. I don't worry. I do. Right. So, Conley, Trent. Are you going Trent? Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Over Kyle Walker, by the way. Yeah. I'm not having it, lads. I'm not having it. I'll give you this team. Come on, we'll move on to the center half. Right, okay. Have to right, okay, I'll give you it. I'll give you it because I'm I'm only a little guy from Newcastle. I'm not in the <laughs> but anyway, carry on. Center backs, come on. So I've got Thank Ruben you. Diaz. Yeah. And yeah. then I've got Virgil van Dijk. Right. Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> Yeah, we're happy. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes, the only only argument I'd have is John Stones over Diaz. It's probably no. the only argument I'd have. John Stones. John Stones. I think John Stones is the mustard. He's unbelievable. I think he's unbelievable. He's, a, he's, he's erratic. I think I think he's very erratic. Yeah. yeah. I think Diaz brings us. You're erratic. I mean, I'm Portuguese and Diaz is erratic. <laughs> Diaz is an erratic and a half. He's like a village. John Stones is nice, composed. He reads the game. He gets on the ball. Doesn't give it away. He's not. He's not. He's not this big. Tough Mr. Nice guy. I'd love to be a striker against John Stones. Yeah, you wouldn't get. Yeah, I'm running away. I'm <laughs> running the other direction. Yeah, you know John what you Stones, do. I'm, I'm cuddling up. So how many ta- How many times have you seen John Stones on the floor? How many times have you seen Diaz on the floor? Okay. John Stones oh, just picks up in the right areas. He reads so, the game so well. I think he's so good. I think he's so underrated, John Stones. Oh, we're gonna go Diaz. Thanks, though, uh, Josh. Thanks. <laughs> um, right. So we go with a one and a two or a two and a one. Depends what people want. What have you gone for? One or two. Okay, so a CDM. Yeah. Bruno. Bruno <laughs> Guimaraes. Yeah. Connie, you got any problems with that, matey? Uh, no, I thought he was poor yesterday, but uh, what I've seen of him this season, I think he's been great. So. Gosh, what are you saying, there brother? He goes. <laughs> Honestly, I love Bruno. Right, don't I actually love Bruno. Newcastle, even even as, even as a Chelsea fan, watch Bruno. I think he's mint. But if you think he can kiss Rodri's shoes, then you've got another oh, thing coming. Yeah, he did. He did. Mate, Rodri is elite. Like, uh, Rodri is world class. Top three CDMs in the world 
whatever you want to call it. You put him in that to that CDM, like if you, I, I him, actually... if you put him a bit higher, if you played a two and a one, I maybe would have gave you it, okay. But Rodri, oh. I'll give I'd even I'd even back him over Fabinho at the moment, okay. Because Fabinho's not like the, the same. But Rodri, I can I can't give you it. It's Rodri. <laughs> oh god. Connie, I'm I, I'm Oh God, Connie! Is uh, you going? You you said Bruno, yeah. You sticking with that? Is that was that for the call? But uh, I do agree with Josh as well. To be fair, Rodri is uh, class. To be honest, Kyle Rodri is. If you, Rod, he's you, my type of CDM. He's my type of CDM. But Bruno's he is, better. He is just elite, isn't he? He's just God. There's no way you can move Bruno <laughs> forward, Kyle. If he was playing more on the, I top could do. Forward. But then Joel Linton doesn't get in my side, and he's got to be in oh, my side. Joel Linton, oh my God, he's right. got to be. Right, I think right. Hands up for uh, Rodri. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna the, go. The listeners can't see. By the way, there's three I'm hands. I'm three to one. I'm in the big six uh, cartel. <laughs> gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna push Bruno further forward though. So give us your eight, your two eights. So I went. I know he's a ten, but I went. De Bruyne has got me in that side, no matter what. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. he's the best player in the league by miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Haaland could push that, but De Bruyne is yeah. Um I went with Joe Linton as my eight, as a more of a because I love him. Change it, change but, it, change it to Bruno, please, please change it to Bruno. Change so, it to but, Bruno. But, but Gundogan as well. I like him. Well, but put Bruno in, put Bruno in instead of Joe because they're I'm not, not gonna, I'm not gonna peer pressure. I'm not referee. No, no, because Martin saying if you put Bruno in, he's gonna back you, then it's a two v two, and we might allow have you. I'm not backing you on Bruno. Bruno's going in there. Oh, good choice. Oh, yes, congrats. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, I've, I've got you. Don't worry. I'm saying for the two v eight. The Rodgers are CDM then. So okay, so we're gonna put Bruno in there along De Bruyne. No, but let no, no. So we're not gonna debate De Bruyne. So it's now you guys are going to try and debate to Bruno. Who you've got instead of Bruno? You know what? The, only, the only ones I think of it, as Kyle said, you've got you've got um, Gundogan. You've yeah. got if you. If, I don't know if you're going to play Bernardo Silva there. If you want to play him as an eight, like Silva. If, if you're regarding Bernardo Silva as an eight, then it's a no-brainer. But nah, we'll move. We'll, we'll try and move him out the way. We'll try and move Bernardo out the way, maybe. Um, but you might have to fit in there with it with the rest of the team. The way I'm thinking, Bernard Br- 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 Silva might have to play as the eight because of the rest of the team. So it's one of those things. Oh, obviously, Thiago, but Thiago's off injured. Thiago's injured, but obviously, a fit Thiago is easily walks in. But Thiago's an injury prone, so I probably would back Bruno if, but then Bernardo Silva has to get in the squad one way. And I was skipping ahead, but no, no, you might not. You might not. So you might not get in as eleven or a seven. So you might not. You might not even get a mention. But thanks for your time, but Josh. Uh, Conley, <laughs> are you fighting? <coughs> We've got two votes yeah. on Bruno, so you need to either come together on someone. I think you're like you're only looking at Thiago, um, or Silva. Um, okay. I think I would. Might let you have that one. I'm only okay. letting you have that one if Bernardo Silva gets in somewhere else. Because if he doesn't, well, this, no, I, um, from the start. Well, no, Connie's letting us have it. So that's three for Bruno, <laughs> one for yours. So you can put him in a different position, then we'll vote. We'll vote. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, there we go. So we've gone Rodri, uh, Bruno, and De Bruyne. That's yeah. naughty. That. Okay. So white left. White left. So I was stuck. I was I was wanting to put Maxim in my team, but I have a Bernardo Silva. That's where I think he could fit in. Have you? Is that his natural position, though? No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like it because it's he's not. He doesn't play left wing. Who, like who, who goes on that left hand flank though? It's Diaz, Diaz isn't, isn't good enough. I like Anthony, but I don't think 
Yeah, wait, Anthony doesn't even play on the left, he plays on the right. But you got the right midfielder is you know who the right midfielder is. Yeah, Everyone wants to be with that. Well, they they give us the right midfielder. Mohamed Salah. No, okay. no debate. They'll give us the striker because we'll get some context with the front three. Erling Haaland. So no Ronaldo. No. So then Haaland, well, are you gonna put Ronaldo on the left? Yeah, Ronaldo doesn't get in the squad. Because uh because <laughs> he's better than Thingy, surely. Like Ronaldo on the left better than Bernardo Silva on the left. I guess Ronaldo is. He's he scored one goal he against. Makes money yeah. as well. You got to think he gets the money in for this. Yeah, he doesn't get the money in. You can't kind of have an all-star game without Ronaldo. That's that way he's going. That's where the big six are going. Money, yeah. money. Look at these. <laughs> yeah. We've only got Bru- we've only got Bruno in, so we get the t- so we get the tune fans and the owners across. You know, they help help him with some money in. I'm not liking the balance of their Bruno. What con? The richest club in the world. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's why I've got Bruno in, just to get the richest in the world and the club there. Fans the and then... Keep them happy. You know what I mean? Because realistically... Okay. So, we agree with Salah. We agree with Haaland. Who we're missing? I feel like we're missing... Um... Diaz, isn't it? If we're playing on the left, it's Diaz. I'm not, I'm not having Diaz, you, you know. know nah. So who? I'm, I'm, I'm Bernardo, Phil, Bernardo Silva's biggest fan, but he's not a left winger. Guys, are we missing like some other good players out here? I feel Gordon, like we Really, no, like we're still at Man City. Is there no one else from them other clubs? Like, I'm not saying Everton, but like Everton, we've got to throw some other clubs out. And you have got what Rashford, they've got Sancho, Anthony. Don't Does Birmingham us. count as South? Like, down like Villa Wolves, yeah, that's, that's South. North, Wolves, have they got you've said yeah. some good players? Neto, Guedes, uh, they don't get the side. Uh, see, I, I've got I've got Wolves as my South, South team. That's what uh, I've, got. I, I, I've got to have. I've, I think. I think it's got to be Diaz. Like I think Diaz is. I'm gonna go Ronaldo just to get the money in. Yeah, if you go, if we're going all star, all star, it's got to be Ronaldo. Isn't it? Who you I'm back, Ronaldo. Um, oh, I'll, I'll go with you then. I'll go with you. So you going Ronaldo above Diaz? Who me? No, I'm saying yeah. I can't go for Ronaldo. Oh Jesus, Ronaldo! If it's, an all-star, if it's an all star game, you got to have the biggest. Superstar in the Premier League, and don't you? Who are you going for, Con? It's Silva or it's Diaz, and I'll go, I'm going to agree with you. Um, Ronaldo. I like. Uh, I mean, so. Ronaldo. Like you can have you can have Bernardo Silva on the left. It, it doesn't I'm work. I'm sure you can do the job. Oh wow, Conley! Wow. So team one is looking like it is. Well, we'll go to South team really quick. We'll go. We're going to have to not quick. We got we got a little bit of time, but let's go to the South team. So I'm going to write down the North team, and we'll come back to it. So come on, debate it, and let's let's go. So for goalkeeper, Ivan or Mendy? Yeah, yeah. Mendy, Mendy is not it? Ahead of Loris. Oh yeah, yeah. The only thing people say about Loris, right? Every time I mention Loris, why is he a good goalkeeper? Oh, because he won the World Cup. I six years ago means nothing. He's not. He's he's not. Ahead of Ramsdale. Ramsdale's a shout. He's 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 one for the cameras though. I think Mendy's like a better shot stopper. Like Mendy's a better shot stopper. He's better commanding the box. Ramsey's. Like I'm going shot. Mendy. All right then, I'll I'll agree with you. So I'll go with Joshua once. Okay, <laughs> Connie, Mendy. I wouldn't go for Mendy, but I'm outnumbered. <laughs> I wasn't going to go for him, but unless you went for Ramsdale, I would have. Yeah, Ramsdale would go over Mendy, definitely. Oh, okay. Well, I think he's weak. Mendy is just too weak. He's definitely dropped off form, I can tell you that. Right. Left back then we'll 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 come back with but we've got Mendy penciled in. I think left back was quite hard. Um I went with Cresswell. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's 
Sorry, Kyle. Yes, not not Chilwell. Not not Chilwell, not not Zinchenko. I've got too many Chelsea's team, Chelsea players in my team. I don't want to blow Justin's ego even more. Kyle, you've got to hurt you've got to hurt your ego. You've yeah, but you've got to think you've got to bring outside the top six fans in. No one cares about West Ham. Sorry. They've got plenty. They've got the no one cares. No one cares. They don't just sing one song, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm, I'm sorry, West Ham fans, right? I like David Moyes and all that, but he, no one cares. It's Cucurella okay. or it's Chilwell. Sure. It is. Only give you the help beside this. Um, oh, tough on that one. Um, I haven't been too impressed with Chilwell since he went to Chelsea, to be fair. Um, and I didn't like Cucurella. I didn't think he, he was worth anything like what he, what he went for. Neither. Um, still better than, still better than uh, Cresswell. Like, I think we can agree ben, on that. Ben Davies at, at Tottenham. I don't like Zinchenko either. <laughs> what I'm saying, Pep Guardiola, the greatest manager in the league, wanted who to replace Zinchenko. Was it Cucurella? I think it was. Only because he's a Spanish friend. Only doesn't like any left back south of New <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> it's so Cucurella or Chilwell. You kind of put Cresswell. Peters. Tyreek Mitchell from Palace. Yes. Yeah. All right. I think we've got to just put it right Yeah, yeah. Right back. Perisic? How, how, how? Should we go for Cresswell? Cresswell. Yeah. Cresswell, Connie? Cresswell, yeah. Yeah, Cresswell. Yeah. 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 Andy's under 18s and Chelsea's under 18s left back. Exactly. <laughs> right, come um, on. Let's go right back. So, right back. Go on. I dare, I, dare, I dare one of you right now to put someone else. I dare you. I dare you. Go on. What was it, Rhys James? The best right back in the league. Go on, put him in. All agreeing, Rhys James. James. So just all agreeing? Yeah. yeah I think. Okay. Good shout. Let's go. Centre-backs. I've got Gabriel and Anderson. Kyle, yeah. You're, are, you, are you just trying to be edgy? Anderson, the, the Crystal Palace guy. Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to be edgy here? He's been classed, I think, Anderson this season. Getting yeah, a new Lezer's head as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just trying to be edgy here, Kyle. I don't know what's going on. You haven't got, oh, you haven't got your glasses on. Put them on, then read again. Might misspell Thiago Silva. Gabriel's the better Brazilian. Or Christian Romero. Not, you know. Come on. Gabriel and Anderson. I'm Thiago Silva's oh, rubbish, isn't he? He's only 38 and smashing the Premier League. <laughs> Even Saliba. So, so, but first, can we just all agree on Anderson, though, before we no. move on? No, I like him, but no. Who then, Josh? Thiago Silva and Saliba, most probably. I'll choose okay. right now. I'll choose them two. Christian Romero probably could be in there easily. We haven't okay. seen Kula Bali. Like, like, so like, I couldn't put him in here. I'd probably I think Thiago Silva and Romero or Thiago Silva and Saliba. Silva and Anderson, maybe. I'll go. I'm happy with that. Silva and Anderson, I'm happy. All right. Silva and Anderson. John's Anderson getting it. I'm not too. I'm not too. Okay. So, should we just all name a midfield three? Just to. Yeah. Go yeah. So, I've got Heuberg, Ward Prowse, and Odegaard. It's a bit lightweight, though, isn't it? Does Declan Rice play for an off team? Does he? Oh, Declan Rice. Forgot about him. Does Mateo Kovacic go and put Rice in? Does Mateo Kovacic still play for Real Madrid? Does he? He's overrated. Hell. 
So I'm going to go oh. Rice, Ward Prowse, Odegaard. That's my three. It's Rice, right. right, Kovacic, and I'd probably go Odegaard as well off the top. Can't is Kante now playing tennis or something? Kante is injury prone, hasn't been the same self. Kovacic has been our best midfielder for the last two years. He is unbelievable. He is unbelievable. There's got to be some of the guys we're missing here. Like, yes. on. I say Rice, Odeg- I think Rice, Odegaard. And, Rice and Odegaard uh, definitely getting the team then. But who Rice, Odegaard, and Kovacic, I think that is a banging trio. I think the balance is perfect. Come here to your vote. I think you've got a, ba- a perfect balance. Put a garden, Bryce, um, just that third one. I do like Ward Prowse, but I don't think it's good enough to get into light, this isn't it. Like, it's a bunch of I mean, you yeah, look at the other midfield. You could go Neves. You could go Neves. Go that Nunes. Who? You could go that Nunes and or Neves from Wolves. Neves or Neves. Kovic, yeah, but he's more. He's not an eight, though, is he? Neves can play it. He's six slash eight. Let's be honest. He plays a double pivot. Okay. Well, we're going to have to agree on them three, the triangle there. Right. Let's go for your front three then. So my front three, actually, mine was a four midfield. I completely forgot, but I'm going to yeah, go with three. I've put in Sterling, Kane, Son. Yeah. Yeah. Any like one, one we've missed out? No the only one. arguments there, Saka. Saka right wing, but he's not better than Sterling. Could even like- Tony could he be in a show? Of a Kane. Not had a Kane yet, is he? Best player in the Premier League. No, no mate, sorry. Kulovesky, could he have been a shout though? Had the three yeah. Tottenham up front? Him and Saka for the right, definitely are shouts, but it's Sterling, isn't it? At the yeah. end of the day. Saka or Sterling. Sterling, aye. So Bruno so, There's the team. Okay, so listen, um, we're coming near to the end of the show. I'm going to need the teams, and this is going out to the oh. listeners, guys. Um, so, South. Mendy, James, Silva, Anderson, Cresswell, Rice, Odegaard, Ward Prowse, Son, Kane, Sterling versus Allison, Cancelo, Virgil, Diaz, Trent, Rodri, Bruno, De Bruyne, Salah, Silva, Haaland. I think I know which. Now, listen, you never know because there's great teams there and sometimes it doesn't mix, but I think we know which team wins that. We'll we lost as soon as we put Cresswell in. That would be honest. Yeah, I think we've ditched his What are you doing? What are you doing? No. <laughs> what we're going to do, guys, we're going to put this out to the listeners and we're going to do a poll. We'll put on probably, I don't know if Tomb polls will be bothered. Now we've got a Newcastle player in, there might be, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Fellas, have you enjoyed tonight? I think it's been good. Yeah, good do you want to do it again? Yeah, as long as we'll have Kyle off and his Cresswell shouts and his Ward Pro shouts, uh, I'll be happy. As long as we go to Chelsea again before we do, Josh. I reckon we do like a um a tag team Royal Rumble. We get a wrestling ring, we bring boxing gloves, it's me and Kyle versus you two, and we'll just swing, swing for the hills. And just... hit, we'll go in 30 seconds and then we'll be out to be a team we want. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be me versus you two, Kyle. Be Josh can't work as a team. Uh, <laughs> lads, it's been a pleasure. Like uh we, we, we've we've had a great night. Um Conley. Thank you very much for your sponsorship. Yeah, thank you, Connor. Josh, thanks for coming on, bro. We've really enjoyed it. I think every now and then we're gonna throw this. Uh, we're gonna throw this. We're gonna throw this in, and we're gonna we're gonna get even deeper on your love for the club, you Scouse, <laughs> Chelsea Geordies. All right, <laughs> top lads. Look after yourself, everyone, and good yeah. night. See you soon. Enjoy. Even though the dancing's done, don't worry, cause the night is young. Who cares where we go? We're ready for the afterglow. So on, hold the sun.